following is a message from Living Waters Church in Elk River, Minnesota. For more information, visit livingwatersmn.org. We are moving from uh, a series on being sent We've been talking about how we've been sent as ambassadors and and what goes along with that. And last week, as kind of a transition to where we're going next, uh, I did a word on the fact that we are sent for the sake of his name and for the glory of his name and for his name to be lifted up and for his name to be worshipped and that we are sent for the worthiness of his name that he is worthy of us giving our lives to the assignment and to the agenda of his kingdom as ambassadors. And so we're going to be looking and beginning to have a focus on worship. We're going to be talking about uh, the heart of worship and and really what that is. And so today, I just want to lay out a little bit. As you know, often, if you've been here, often when we begin a new focus... I usually spend half of my first sermon convincing you why we're talking about this. I don't know why that is, but it's just important to me to lay the groundwork for the vision of what we're going after as we focus on this. So um, I want to talk about that a little bit. Last week, we talked about that worship is the fuel and the goal of our going, that it, it comes out of our worship that we actually get propelled to being sent. And then we are sent with a message that's actually an invitation to worship. That, that the message we bring, the good news of the gospel, it's good news because what we're saying is there is a king who is worthy. There is a king who is just and merciful and powerful. And that is the message of the gospel. And the invitation of the gospel is, come and worship him with us. That's the invitation of the gospel. We can sometimes have an invitation that's a little more man-focused than God-focused. And I think that to some degree, we're seeing the effect of that in the larger American church a little bit in this season that there has been a little bit of an invitation that has said, this is about you. God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. Yes, he does. And to step into it, it will require worship. (laughs) It will require a submission to him and to who he is and the lordship of Jesus. There's times when when we might say, "When, when did you make Jesus Lord? I didn't make Jesus Lord. He was Lord, always, the whole time. But there's a place where I make him Lord in my life, where I acknowledge his lordship. That is, the gospel is the invitation to that, but there is a response to the gospel. And the response is, is the, the, the invitation is, he gave his whole life for you. And my response is the only possible response I can have to that reality when I truly believe it is that I would give my whole life to him. And that's the invitation of, that is the invitation we responded to when we accepted Christ. (laughs) 
when we responded to the reality of his love, when we, the invitation of his love came to us, there's a place where we, we say yes to responding to that love and giving ourselves back to it. I look at it like this. When we got married, it's been 25 years. We just celebrated our 25th anniversary. When we got married, we, we stood up front and Brian went first. He almost always does. And Brian went first, and he said, um, you know, things. I'm not going to repeat all of them. I know it by heart, I'm sure. But, but he basically, he made promises to me. He said, I will forsake all others and give myself wholly to you. And he made these promises, and he's, I love you, and I, I'm going to give all that I am to you. And then, and then he finished that, and then I said, thanks. <laughs> Did I? No. But sometimes that's what we do with Jesus. That's what we do with the invitation of Jesus, where he says, everything I have is yours. I'm going to give everything to you. I gave it all. I, I will give my life for your life so that you can live. And then we go, thanks. But we need to realize that that response to the gospel is a covenant that requires a, a vow and a promise on both sides to fully enter into it. Do you know that there, I would not be legally married to my husband if I hadn't responded with a vow of my own to him? That, that that's, I'm, I'm doing a wedding in a couple of weeks here when we get back, and we were going through the service, and they're going, well, like, what's, like, required? <laughs> you know, because there's a lot of things in the service. They were like, is the candle thing required?